0: Hi, and thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. I'm Katie Emlin, the head of marketing here at Prairie View. And as always, I have Tim, Tim Reagan with me also. Hey, Katie. Hi. (laughs) So thanks again for joining us today. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about five ways that you can shield yourself um, from the effects effects of inflation um in today's economy everybody's talking seems to be talking about inflation whether that's the price of eggs at the grocery store that's the one that i keep seeing all the memes about at least
1: <laughs> yeah well it's funny it'll be interesting to see uh, when we replay this episode in like five years, and we talk, we're talking about the price of eggs or inflation. Yeah, is. we should say uh, what's the
0: price of gas today, so we yeah. can uh, laugh at ourselves. Like, oh, geez, that's what you thought was was expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, yeah, and so uh, hopefully today we can talk through, like you said, some things that maybe people can't do combat uh, some of those inflationary costs. And for you and Alex, what have you guys done? Have you done anything?
0: Uh, This is probably more of a question for Alex, Um, besides that he he checks in with me sometimes like, hey, Katie, you're home all day with Dylan. That doesn't mean you're going to shop all day, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm realizing now when you stay home with your kids like that, that can't mean, oh, I'm not working today. I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) shop.
1: Well, but but Amazon makes it so easy, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. too easy. Uh, Well, I think that as we as we've talked with some of our clients, there's been a number of things that have come up uh some questions that they have. And so maybe we can talk about some of that. One of those areas that they talk about is where can I kind of save dollars and cents. And we've seen a lot of clients, I don't know how you guys are, but we've seen a lot of people that have started shopping in places they didn't always shop at. Uh hearing a lot more about Aldi, Aldi. hearing a lot more about uh even dollar stores and and that kind of stuff. Uh I know at our house Sarah's always looking for a way that she can find better deals on what
0: we have uh so Alex and I live a 20 miles south of here, uh, in a town called Piatone. It's a pretty small town. There's not much in town, but there's a grocery store. But that's like you know, ooh, that's only if we have like a last minute. Ooh, I forgot this ingredient for dinner. Like yeah, we're not yeah. doing our weekly shop at the small town grocery store, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah. So, so on the one hand, there's how do I combat inflation just from saving money and watching where I'm spending those dollars. Uh, but then on the other hand, I think there's things we can talk about on how do people, you know investor money and and that kind of stuff. So So.
0: in these kinds of times with high inflation economy being kind of a little bit more volatile right now, like what are, what are some safe investments at a time like this?
1: Well, I think that everybody starts looking at, uh, and there are pros and cons to to where we're at right now. Uh, Everybody kind of feels the, the need to be a little more safe with their investments as they've seen the stock market have a little more volatility. But when you look at your typical safe, bank savings kinds of things, they say, well, I'm not making enough money to actually outpace inflation. So, you know, what do I do? And there are a couple of things that are available. One, uh, we have clients, a lot of times we'll talk to them about what are called I-bonds. A lot of people have heard about them. They've been in the press a ton in the last number of months. Uh, And really what an I-bond is, is the I-part stands for inflation. And so it's a bond that is offered through the federal government uh there are limits on how much you can put into it each year but but basically what happens is uh the rate of return that you receive is based on what the inflation rate is and so you know right now that bond is going to pay somewhere in the 6% range uh which is pretty not pretty good uh, compared to what you can get maybe at the local savings account or that kind of stuff uh, so a lot of times what we'll do is we'll talk to to clients about saying maybe we should look at doing an I bond. Or there are also what are called treasury inflation protected securities and there are different investments that you can do with those as well. And those are all linked to as inflation goes up, those of those adjust for inflation and they're a pretty good way to to save some money.
0: So when you say I bond it has nothing to do with like investing in Apple
1: correct okay (laughs) Okay. yeah yeah it's not like an ipod or the uh and and with that you know a lot of times people say well how do i do that how do i invest in those and the only way you can invest in them is to go out to uh the federal government website it's treasurydirect.gov and uh you have to do everything online but but which sometimes people can feel is maybe a little overwhelming or intimidating for some parts of our population but really it ends up being a pretty easy smooth uh uh option for people if they're looking to invest. If and, and this is money that they have to be able to be willing to tie up for a period of time, mm-hmm. uh, but they can get a pretty good rate of return. On.
0: So you said, you know, you have to have that kind of tied up for a period of time. Like, what about long-term investments? Is there anything different there that people should be thinking about?
1: Absolutely. It's, it's funny because when we have times of inflation like this, many times the stock market gets pretty volatile. And so people feel like, man, I don't know if I want to invest in, in the stock market. Maybe I want to man, make some changes. Buy
0: low, sell right. high. See,
1: you know, Katie, you know <laughs> it. And, uh, and what we actually find is that if you look at long periods of time, the stock market is the absolute best hedge against inflation. Uh, and so what, what happens a lot of times, if you think about, you know, if we take a step back maybe and just think about what is inflation, inflation is when you have, I'll say it a couple of different ways. You have the price of goods that are going up, Or said differently, the value of your money is worth less or your dollars worth less. And really, you can look to things like supply and demand to drive or to to figure out what is causing inflation. So if you think about Christmas time, uh, if you're going to buy your kids uh, a Christmas toy, if you're looking for the most popular toy that year, is it going to be on sale? No. No. You'll be lucky if you find it. You're paying a premium probably to get Mm -hmm. it because the supply of those is low, but the demand is high. Uh, On the flip side, if at Christmas time you're looking for the toy that nobody wants, are you going to find it? (laughs) And it's probably going to be on sale, right? Because you have a lot of supply, little demand. And so what happens is uh, when you think about inflation, what's caused what causes that many times is when we have low supply of something and a lot of demand for it. And, And the pandemic taught us that Uh, Our supply got low in some places, you know, just toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And it was kind of like that moving target, too, right? Because like one day it was the toilet paper. The next day, like for some reason, I can't get chicken breast or whatever. It was like this moving target. Uh, And so when we think when you if I take that conversation back to what do I invest in long term and and how does that uh, play out? I start to look at things like the stock market because the stock market long-term is the best hedge against inflation. And if I think about it from just kind of a logical perspective, uh, if inflation is there and prices are going up, eventually companies are going to make money as those prices go up. Initially, when they're, when it costs more for them to make their goods and they haven't passed those prices on to the consumer yet, initially it's not so great for business. Uh, but in the long term, they have some price uh flexibility or, or elasticity that allows them to raise prices which then allows them to get their profit margin back and allows you to make some money in stocks again. so long term we'd say look to look to the stock market and uh, as that's appropriate for you
0: what exactly is long term like five years yeah so, years
1: so I would say I would target uh, five to ten okay. you know if you could if you can target that time period then I think it's appropriate for you to think about looking at some sort of a stock market type of investment.
0: Now, what if you don't have long-term? What if you're approaching retirement age, that stock market's not making sense, you don't want to necessarily tie up money in your I-bond, with I-bonds, what?
1: 100%. So a lot of times as we talk to clients, getting to that point, uh, what we talk to them about is, do you need income or do you need money that's kind of safe and going to earn some interest for you? If we're looking just for money that's safe, going to earn some interest, and I need it only for a short period of time, then I'd say, let's look at bank CDs. Bank CDs right now have come up pretty dramatically in interest rates. Uh, You know, you can get a fairly good interest rate. The problem is that interest rate still isn't enough to outpace inflation. You're still losing ground to inflation. So to do that for a long period of time, you're going to lose that deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, If, on the other hand, we have clients that said, I need some more income, uh, there are actually some pretty attractive uh, annuity-type products out there, which, if you think about an annuity, you can think about it kind of like a private pension. Uh, so if you worked for uh, the teacher's union all of your career, you would have a pension. A lot of people don't have that luxury. They don't have that, but they have a 401k. And so what you can do with that is you can take a part of your 401k, invest it inside of an annuity type product, which will give you a pension in income you're never going to outlive. And many of those annuities will have an inflation adjustment that you can buy when you do that. And so uh, if we have concern around high inflation going forward, sometimes that's a really good way to protect your income. So you always have the same buying power throughout your your retirement.
0: Okay. So what if all of that is true? um, Should you look at your purchasing, how you're purchasing things at the moment? Like, should you reevaluate that?
1: Yeah, for sure. So in our opinion, Usually what inflation does is it it's uh, not complete across the board. Not everything gets expensive. You know, we talked about eggs jokingly at the beginning of this. Eggs have gone up in price far more than, than other things. Uh, likewise, you can look at the car market. You know, cars for a period of time back probably for the last uh, starting a year, 18 months ago, we just saw car prices skyrocketing. Used cars were going through the roof. Now you're starting to see that shift. And it goes back to that whole supply and demand thing. When there weren't enough new cars, people had to buy used cars, which drove the pricing up. Well, now as we get new cars are hitting the lots again, we're seeing used cars actually come down in price. And so what our suggestion is, is that when we're in the times of this imbalance between supply and demand, we see some prices going up really high try to postpone the purchases on those things that are running rampant with inflation. If you don't need the used car when used car prices are really high. But if
0: you really need a boat,
1: like, yeah, just really need it. Need that I got I have it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if if that's what you consider a need, then you probably <laughs> operate a of money yeah. to... Yeah, exactly. If you're thinking you
0: need a yacht, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know okay. exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell Alex. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, from our perspective, when you're looking at times like this, it's these aren't times to change dramatically your lifestyle. You know, if you're the type that usually is used to going out to eat twice a week and, you know, have a lifestyle that is like that, maybe you say, let's go out to eat once a week here uh, instead of twice a week type of thing, potentially. But realistically, it's more look at the larger purchases, look at the things that are going to cost a lot more money and just wait for the uh, ebb and flow of supply and demand to settle down so that that pricing looks a little more realistic before you make those large purchases. I
0: think Alex and I have talked about buying a new car for what the last
1: long, a long time. A
0: long time yeah. <laughs> and we keep talking ourselves out of it because yeah. exactly for that reason. Like, no, we don't, I don't need a new car. We'll just wait for it to settle back down. Yeah. But we've talked about this for
1: well, in a, a year and a half, probably, which is, which is really a good thing because, uh, Sometimes you see people go the opposite way with that, where they get it in their head, they want a new car, they want a new car, and they go out to buy it regardless of what the ramifications are. And then next thing you know, they're feeling making like, making an emotional Why decision. Yeah. Oh,
0: not, I want that it's so nice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, easy to do. And the other thing that's easy to do, we see, we see it a lot uh, and have seen it a lot in the housing market over the last uh, couple of years. The housing market got kind of hot, as we've talked even in previous podcasts. And as the housing market heated up, everybody got caught into, well, if I don't put an offer in right now and it's full price and Mm -hmm. then in three days it's going to be gone and it's, you know, whatever. Uh,
0: It does not make for good decisions. It does
1: not. It does not. And it's the same thing with cars uh, or any large purchases. If I make the emotional decision to buy before I make the logical thought out decision. I am really bad uh, at that.
0: Alex has to tell me all the time, like, He's going to tell you this sale is over in one hour. <laughs> do not, <laughs> do not fall for it, and don't tell him how much you love it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and so there's a lot of those things that, as we work through that, uh, as just as everyday people, whether that's in times of inflation or not, those are just good things to to try to. Do
0: awesome. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Retirement Readiness podcast. If you found any of it helpful, like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and then we will see you again in the in the near future. Be well.